We're back. What is up? All the amazing people watching this. Thank you so much. Week 34. There is no guest this week. Um, we're just kind of... This season's really about getting to know me. I think... I haven't like classified it as a new season. I've kind of always done everything as one, like just one giant season. And because it's the weekly profit, because it's like just this journey of an entrepreneur, but also, you know, educating others who are earlier in the path. Um, I think it's pretty cool to kind of keep it like that, but notice how it's more like just seasons of life, seasons of the the process. And right now, just to kind of make that very clear, you know, for the people that do come back here every week, I'm very much in a phase or in a period where it's like, I am getting to know myself as much as I possibly can. So I'm intentionally taking the next four to six months. And I have taken these last parts of these last three months um, to just spend more time with myself. Nothing specific, no attachment to anything really. Just purely the fact that since probably, I guess, I don't even know. I wanted to, I've never had a time in my life where I had just a straight period of being, you know, just me. So, and I think that's important, especially at this period, you know, I'm 22, about to turn 23 in November. Um, I don't know. I just think it was important. And if my intuition's telling me to do that, that's what I'm going to do. So that's kind of like the short intro today, but. I don't know if anyone watched the fight last night. That's really where we're going to start. I think we're going to get in more detail about why I'm so kind of obsessed with the UFC and I have been over these last couple of years. Um, and then we're going to kind of talk about how, you know, my really the, the interest in the UFC, but more interest in itself. So like, you know, just because the basically – being interested in valuable things is what we're going to get into with the UFC because the UFC is this, I don't know if anyone paid attention last night, but they produced the highest gate at, at Boston garden ever. They did 7.1 million um, in ticket sales. Like that's, they, they were talking about how they had Bruce Springsteen there the other, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago and it was like 5 million. And that, that, at that time was the biggest. So, the UFC is doing this consistently, and they they're selling out multiple arenas, multiple times a year. Um, and like we're just we're really going to dive into the business and why I think people should, if you are a UFC fan, invest in things related to the UFC. You know, creators, um, just brands that are getting involved with them, and you know, we'll talk about the stock price a little bit because it's kind of a complicated thing, but paying attention to what brands the UFC is associating with themselves because they're adding value to those brands. So going to get into that. Um, but kind of just start with uh, the Sugar Show, like just really <clears throat> chopping it up. Insane fight. Um, not too many people on Twitter right now. Um, but overall, like if you were paying attention last night and you do watch the sport, like that was cream of the crop like that that was a cool story it's a cool moment it's cool to see how that place erupted um for a new champion and really what i thought was interesting was aljermaine sterling for those he's the current bantamweight champion the last three fights i've watched him walk out get boot and for somebody who'd won i think it was something like nine straight fights and he was like one of the most winningest uh 
title defenders in bantamweight history, like Sugar referred to him as the bantamweight goat. Like, and I agreed based on you know the track the track record. But I did always personally, I always thought there was a little bit of like fraud to it. Like some of the wins were just I didn't think he showcased that much. Um, but that's just my opinion. But on the track record, yeah, he could go down like easily, and it was just it was very. Is very interesting um, that the rest of the public didn't like. They all kind of just thought the negative, like they thought he didn't earn it. And so when Sean gets it, there's this feeling that he earned it and that he started as this kid just in BFE Montana. And you know, him and Tim, like, well, Tim sees him out of fight, and you know, Sean goes down to Arizona and then he starts working with Tim, and they work on this relationship. And it's like that's another deep deeper detailed thing we'll get into down here but like the current relationship building of that was you know and how that led to what is now exponentially grew to to sugar being being champ is just awesome i think you could really feel it when it happened second round knockout like just exactly how he said it would happen put his lights out you know that those are the things i'm i'm very much watching and like I think it's cool how you know an organization, a brand, a business built like the UFC that is a platform in itself produces superstars. So it becomes the platform for superstars to become created. Therefore, its value is, in my opinion, just kind of like I have like an infinity sign in my head right now to put that in perspective the value is infinite. It's not going anywhere. There's always going to be a need for people to feel important. Those of you that have read seven, uh, how to win friends and influence people will relate to me on that, but it provides a platform for people to feel important, provides a platform for people to showcase and create an emotion, whatever that is, you know, whether it's excitement, whether it's just pure happiness, whether it's inspiration, whether it motivates somebody to go, do something great with their life, whether it's these guys that are in the UFC that are then coaching the younger generation. So it's giving in value, like it's providing a platform to then duplicate in value. So like, I'm just so obsessed with this idea. And I know Hermosi talks about it a lot. And I know a lot of other guys out there talk about it a lot where when you give so much, you get so much back to And like you get back, you know, I'm not going to say 10 X and I don't think I wouldn't think about it like a numerical sense, but just, that's how these, when I look at these amazing businesses that are out there, these billion dollar businesses, the UFC, a billion dollar company, like, I'm not shocked. Like, are we really that surprised when we look at the amount of just good, um, you know, it's promoting good health. People that are, that just do fighting, some of the best, in the, some of the best shape I've ever seen. Um, so like it just it helps you get better in so many ways and from an entertainment standpoint like what is when you're when we're growing up like and I'm still 22 still kind of like have this but like you're going out with your buddies and you know your girls or whatever it's like if a if a fight happens it's like one of the most entertaining nights and you talk about it for like the next five years that's all this is but legal and like talent and like there's you know sometimes there's real beef between these guys 
So it's good they're in the UFC. Otherwise, they would have done this on the street. Like, that's that's cool. And it's like, you know, so who wouldn't want to just, you know, like go out and then watch people like fight? Like, it's so, it's not shocking to me that these play, they sell out every arena they go to. Um, so, in, long story short, you know, investing in the UFC, um, I just think getting, if you're somebody who's coming up in the creator space, collabing with things. I talk about this concept and it's well i haven't talked about it that much but i've always followed it more or less and it's it's about um i'll give credit here arlen put words to it but it was something i always kind of followed was and it's about surrounding your perimeter and it basically means thinking big and then and think of like your big end-all be-all like dream introduction or dream collaborative event or something like that and put that in the bullseye right and then you have like these two or three outer circles and there's intentional people experiences things that are related to this pinpointed target that isn't it won't hurt to build relationships first to expedite your path to hitting that pinpoint target otherwise you're kind of shooting blanks. you're kind of just hoping the value you've developed the value you've created is enough for this person to give you the time of day. Instead, you can show it to those that will potentially talk about it, share it. If it creates an emotion in them, the people they're closest to, they're going to share that emotion with. And I know it sounds semi-crazy, but it's just chemically and like neurologically, like that's how we all work, right? Think about the last time you sent something to your buddy because it made you laugh. That's sparking an emotion. Think about the last time something made you cry. Think about the last time something made you think of someone and you sent them that. Why do we send songs to people that we know? It's all the same triggers. This is just a different medium. And again, like, uh, so like getting involved, getting around these guys that are, you know, if you're somebody in that space, surround your perimeter. If you want to be invested in the UFC, but that goes for anything. It really goes for if you're it really this is a good tie-in to what we're really gonna talk about next. And the whole focus of the kind of that first segment was like if you're interested in something that's also on the way up, then you can just slowly start to apply yourself at the bottom levels of that and watch your spot exponentially grow and just watch your circle exponentially grow in that field and you'll watch the opportunities exponentially start to open just by taking an interest in this thing that is on a rocket ship so if those things interest you I'm not saying the usc directly could be with anything it kind of comes down to this simple formula and this ties into this is kind of the secret to you know ultimate success too because you can build a, a business and a platform and a grand old thing and that's that's awesome or you can build a one-man personal brand but following these same principles and following these same things will at least provide some sort of direction. Just my, like I always say, it's just my thoughts. These are things that have helped me. Uh, but basically, the pure basis of this is applying um, applying your time and a skill that you're interested in. So it's you know acquire, apply, raise your value, get paid for your time. The value at the end is cumulative of that which was acquired in the process and the volume to which it was applied. So 
I know I kind of like look back and forth for my notes there, but really what I'm saying there is like we just kind of talked about a skill or an industry that you're interested in. And this is where we talk about how not to be, how you cannot be an entrepreneur and still, you know, escape the matrix, right? Like you can acquire a skill in an industry that interests you or something that is established that interests you and just purely going in, seeing what they need, acquiring that skill, and then going to those places to apply that skill. So that way, at least when you're showing up every day, you're helping push something forward that you believe in. And it's it's aiming big, you know? It's staying consistent, going to a big brand like the NFL or a sports team, if that's where you're up your alley, or like if it's the big corporate world, like going to like a Fidelity or a JP Morgan or whatever it is, like going to the cream of the crop and start it start at the lowest point at the highest uh, with the highest upswing seeing things that are on the way up that you take an interest in and then finding out what skill sets they need that again are things that you want to apply your time to and just raise your value and the more you raise your value the more you're going to get paid for your time so i know i keep talking about these parallels between if you're not an entrepreneur and you are if you're not an entrepreneur the more time you put into learning the skills the more you're gonna and then applying the skills that combined is going to raise your value so acquiring the time you take to learn the skill and the time you take to apply the skill we'll just think of it as this formula a plus b will equal c which is a value that's going to consistently go up as you continue to learn and apply a skill so every day if you want to win the day learn something apply it, and your value is going to go up so if you're your focus was i need to have my however you look at it in your own head value go up by 10 percent each month at a pure basis minimum you're learning something applying it and that's going to move you forward at least one step how long you spend on those things how much you how intentional you apply those things so how long do you how long does it take you to learn it how intentionally do you apply? So we want to look at how long did it take to learn the skill that you need and then basically acquire in your head to where you can apply it and how many times are we applying? How like how and how intentional? How many how much volume? How intentional? Intentional volume. Focus on intentional volume. And that's how much we advance for the day. Because if you're at a place where nothing is happening, that's a great simple formula to follow. If you're at the more advanced level, I can't speak on that. I'm not somebody out here that's making 100K a month. It's like, I'm not saying it's just purely on financial success, but value you bring to the world, value you get back. That's what we talked about earlier. Okay. So when I say I'm not making 100K a month because I'm not providing that much value to the world, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I just haven't done it. Okay. So if you're doing zero, eliminate, eliminate this as is, but eliminate the expectation that that's what's going to come back. Okay. It's because you have a podcast brand doesn't mean you have a second job or one main job if you're not consistently learning and applying so again somebody early in the process like i said it's like day like 235 232 today um of this year and me taking all this content stuff seriously so on a real note um take it with a grain of salt but again these things have worked for me uh over the last four years of building my my business and my overall my overall brand. Um, but yeah, pretty much pretty quick podcast. 
um, whole theme really invest now, cash in later. Time and currency. I can't preach it enough. Uh, whatever you invest your time in and at what currency you apply that is what you're going to get back. You're going to get back that time in your life and you're going to get back uh, the currency at which you know you applied during that time period in your life. So going with everything with a good attitude, expect the best. You know, tell yourself exactly what you have and where you know you'll be as if you have it right now and that's how we tune that's how we're tuning the frequency simple habits and like little things you know it's like and people think oh well the reason you don't have time to do it is because you don't have a template on how to do it so your brain is tricking you into thinking you don't know how to do it but all it is is having the thought repetition so whether it's listening to this every single day that would be freaking sick you just listen to this part of the episode to have the thought you know to have certain thought repetitions to create the life you want you know like i have a great relationship with money and money loves me back now you just had that thought great you just push the the lever in your direction okay like you know i'm making ten thousand dollars per month living wherever i want your mind repetitions and like putting time aside to meditate right like I provide enough value to the world to make 100k to have 100k a month per month return back to me. or you know in my life however you picture we all have our own interpretations but I think the best of the best are having these thought repetitions on a daily basis whether that's influenced by what they've created physically and you know there's not like a ton of detail to it or whether they sit down you know 30 minutes to an hour a day and they meditate like I'm telling you probably most do or they run or they exercise and they think about these things because they're in the most peak peak state of mind they can be in. And those thoughts will create the momentum to carry them through. So, like I said, I talk about the people I interview. I'm just talking, you know, these are conversations I've had, things, takeaways I've had from the conversations I've had. I put myself in the room with some pretty successful people. And um, as blessed I am to do that, the point is I want to be able to interpret what I think of it uh, back out to the world as I am built. Thanks for tuning in this week. I had a quick one. Um, there is a webinar on Wednesday. So not a webinar. It's a live podcast. I hate my phone. It's not a webinar. Um, it's a live podcast. I'm interviewing uh, Jared Small. Um, so it's part of his pre-launch event uh, for the IRL experience, which will be this network of high-value high value, high guys. Um, and you know, there's going to be personal brand coaching, traveling, whole deal. Um, so if you're looking for guys that are trying to make money online, you want to network a bit, or you just want to pop up to something, it's going to be value-packed about personal branding, surrounding yourself with the right people, et cetera. Tune in Wednesday. It's going to be live on Zoom at around 5 or 6 p.m. Eastern. So we'll get that out, and I will see you guys on the other side.